today. It's been, you know, awesome. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Welcome. Welcome to Fisher's Chatham Tap, one of the premier soccer bars in all of the United States. And uh, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is the world, isn't it? It's one of the premier soccer bars in the world. Uh, we'll get to the particulars here in just a second. We are the Permanent Relegation Podcast. We're here every Tuesday, every other Tuesday night uh, at 8 p.m. broadcasting live. So uh, make sure that you're tipping your bartend- your lovely bartenders and-, and-, and waiters and waitresses because they're working hard. I am Andy. Usually by my side is Chris. Chris is actually at home with a sick baby. So we've got another Chris on the show. Do people ever call you Chris? Uh, no, uh, I do. Uh, I just started recently calling Chris. I think he likes it. Hey, you need to turn the other way because yeah, you got the mug up like, here. I feel like I got to join you on the other side. Yeah, it's okay. This. None of these people care about your face out here. <laughs> not that, not that we do, but. So from our hometown Indy Eleven soccer team, uh, my co-host for the evening, goalkeeper extraordinaire, Christian Neekt. or Chris, <laughs> or Chris. <laughs> Okay, sorry, I'll sorry about you, that. I'll give you the Chris thing now. <laughs> Only for today because you're special. <laughs> and then, uh, I, is it forward or striker? What do you What do you prefer? Either one. Either one. Either one. Vo- uh, now I'm gonna screw it I up told already. You this right before. You, you realize here. I'm already gonna you're, screw you're it up. A soccer nerd. We've talked about that. it. Do you remember how to pronounce his name? He's German, man. He should know how to pronounce. How do you name. pronounce his name? Wojciech. Wojciech. There you go. It wasn't even close. No, you got to repeat it. It was it was vote vote But that was the European closer. That was the European version of it. It's just Woj Woj. Yeah, Woj Woj. Woj Woj. Players so nice they had to name him twice. That's what. Yeah, we coined that on the show, live on the show. That was the coolest thing I've seen like ever. I loved it because when I saw your Twitter handle, it said Woj Woj on it. I was like, it's like couscous. The food's so nice, you named it twice, and so now it's the striker so nice, you named him twice. So uh, obviously, those who, have, uh, who are watching on YouTube, hello. You can tweet your questions to us using hashtag BYBcast. We're going to give away some tickets to Saturday's uh, game against Tampa Bay. Now, they're just game tickets. They're not the craft beer tickets. So uh, all you drinkers out there that want to come for the craft beer night at uh, Mike Carroll Stadium, uh, I don't have tickets for that. I just have tickets to the game. <laughs> he used them all by himself. But we'll have questions from our guest and our co-host uh, later on so that you can win those. And for the people that have came here, I actually have a $30 gift card to Chatham for those of you to win, maybe. So we might have something, uh, might have a question or something. <laughs> we, have, we, have to, we have to pay some bills yet, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, we don't have a gift card anymore. Yeah, that was a mistake. <laughs> so at PR Podcast Show is the Twitter handle. Uh, you can tweet directly to Christian if you want, but these guys should have their, ooh, Woj, you getting uh, more comfortable? Oh, well, making a seat change here. Making a seat change? Tact- purely tactical decisions, okay. you know? So that you can have the face on the camera yeah, and you yeah, can face you know, the audience. It's got to be a face to the name. Gotcha. You can't just have it back turned towards everybody. Uh, what's your guys' Twitter handle? You I, always forget. Any, don't, you don't always stop forget. asking me that question. Christian's Twitter handle is niche underscore Christian. Yeah. <laughs> and then Woj's is at simply Woj, Woj. at Woj underscore Woj. Woj Woj, I don't know if there is a Woj Woj. There might be just some the dude one and only. <laughs> the one and only. So let's get right down to it. Uh, I kind of want to know about your history, where you came from. I know you're an Illinois boy, and yeah. uh, and you went to Bradley. But uh, kind of give us your background of kind of how you started playing soccer and, and, and where you're wanting to go. I'll give you guys the rundown. Uh, so I was born originally from Poland. 
um, I was born in Poland, moved here to America, to Chicago when I was three months old. So that was circa 1992. And then basically, I actually grew up playing basketball a lot. I love basketball, but then I just went to one soccer practice and I just never stopped. You know, I just kept attending every time I went. So I don't know what happened <laughs> between like the soccer or the basketball and the soccer in that transition. But I went to one of them and I just kept playing since then. Were you always a tall kid too? Um, from what I remember, yeah. I mean, we got the much. height around here. Yeah, I'm six yeah, three, we, we like do, six do, five, yeah. six three. Yeah. We could six, we could four. do some serious damage if we really. Yeah. Yeah. We, we could want, really you know? tear it up on a three on three basketball yeah. tournament. Yeah, yeah, not with me. Right, not with me on a basketball goal. It's got, it's only got to be a nine foot goal for me though. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't dunk on a ten foot. Yeah. So then, uh, <laughs> where do we leave off? Oh, I started I started playing with uh with a local Polish club called AAC Eagles. Um, that was pretty much all up until, uh, freshman, sophomore year of high school when I, when I went, uh, to the Chicago fire Academy, played there for two years, three years. And then, uh, went to Bradley, played all four years at Bradley. Then I made, made, uh, made my way out to Finland for a year. Uh, and then I came back here. How did you get connected with, uh, Indy 11? Um, well, there's another club that I played for in between my, junior junior and senior year in the summer it's called bridges and basically what bridges does is just they try to get guys looks or if that's overseas or if that's here um basically they're just a team and they represent the players on that team uh so we too we did like a europe tour so every year they go out and we and we play teams out in sweden finland um germany so we spent a month overseas playing uh, and tr training the entire summer, then going out to play, see if you know you could latch on with the team. Um, but so I did that my junior, the summer be before my my senior year, and I was getting a couple looks here and there. But I had a, senior I had, year at Bradley, yeah, senior year at Bradley. So I was getting looks, and I didn't really want to stay because I had a full year left at Bradley, school wise, and I had one more year of eligibility. So I wanted to go back one more time and finish it off with the boys the right way. Sure. Uh, and so, and to get your education, of course, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And, well, no, and, we're not talking uh, about this guy. And uh, and then after that, we actually had a pretty decent season. Uh, got looks from the MLS as far as like the combine goes, and I was up in the draft, all that, all that good stuff. But that didn't fall through for me. So then the teams that were interested in me the summer before um, my last a year at Bradley. They, th those were like the, uh, those were the leads going into Europe, basically. So then I went out to, I went out to Finland, or Sweden first, then Finland, trialed for all the bunch of teams, and just happened to latch on out there with Ilves out in Finland, stayed there for the year, you know, got some experience and came back here, and then I knew um, Riggs from Bradley. Well, I didn't really know him, but I knew of him because he would show up to our games, and he was close with our coach, so. And uh, the guys over at Bridges, Brett knew Brett knew Tim Tim really well because he used to coach and play with him or coach him and you know see him. Um, so that was pretty much the connect. So, and then they were just like, here. "Take a look at this guy. You got to sign him." Yeah, they were like pretty much like, "Dude, you got to help this guy out." Here. <laughs> <laughs> more more so than take him. Like, <laughs> help you, this guy you out. Give him some playing out. time. You got to help him out. 
So, so tell us about your time in Finland because I played, I played in in, in Scandinavia and I, I really yes. lost it. Up. Christian with the solid follow-up questions. No, no, but it's, it's, I think it's an interesting question. Sure, a good co-host does, man. He's listening. Yeah. Thank good. you, thank you. I, I may should be the main host soon. He's, yeah. he's no yeah. Chris. No. He's coming for your spot. You better no, watch your back. You know. No, he's no Chris. He's I'm gonna be showing up there. at Chatham Tap here early. <laughs> Probably have to make it, we're probably now having to make a three-man show. Yeah. Chris, Christian, and then a guest. I could be the co-co-host maybe one of sure, these days. Sure, of course. You can just right. sit here when you don't have a game on the weekend, just yeah. drink the entire time. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Play on. Play on. And if you can't learn anything from those guys, but how you drink, that's what you can learn from those guys. So back to the question. Yeah. How was Finland? Uh, it, was, it, was, it was an experience, man. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, it, was, it was difficult only because not the traveling necessarily and not being out there but just the fact that you're like living from like one suitcase and you're traveling everywhere so like my first team that i went to was young sheila and they were in the second division second tier so second division right under uh so they were in superetan and the and the coach actually liked me he's like maybe we can figure something out i went out there and this guy just literally like gave, turned turned the cold shoulder. Like he didn't even like he he's like who are you basically? So I he didn't he didn't even let me run the fitness test. So that fell through the roof. Then I went to another team that was interested the summer before, and they liked me. But I'm but I I, I just think that it'd be easier for them to sign a local guy instead of having to sign an American dude because then they got to put me up. They got to either find me a job, you know, and they got to pay me more than a local guy. You know. That goes. <laughs> so then I went over. I went to Finland. And trialed over there and then lashed out with Ilves and then pretty much from like mid-February to October when our season ended I was out there but you know it was definitely difficult I would say for the beginning because I wasn't really used to it the language and all that you know how you know it, as far as assimilation goes uh, back to European country uh, but the soccer was good the level was good it was just uh, I actually started and played the first game I scored a goal but then something happened where it just kind of like I stopped playing, dude. Like there was a time where I wasn't making, like the full 18 roster. I was watching my team play at the stadium in the stands, and it was it was difficult. But, was it uh, one of those things where there was no rhyme or reason to it? It was just all of a sudden you didn't find yourself on the on the team sheet. Yeah, well, I don't. I mean, I think it might have been a little bit of both. I mean, because I think there was a difference of opinions, and obviously, you know, the coach has the, has to make decisions. Right. So it's not a, it's, it's not like, it like felt like, it's not like a, like was being like you know <laughs> doing anything crazy i just right. think he went in, in a different direction and uh you know it was, it was difficult but i you know i that was for me that was the like the learning curve you know coming out from college and being out there and understanding what a pro environment is and making sure you come up come every day and you're working for a spot you know that's kind of what what the grind was all about for me and at one point i was just like screw this man i'm like i don't even care if i play anymore i was just i want to show up to training and make sure i i train good so and is if anything i've See, I ha see what happens from there. If I play, I play. If I don't, and that literally that's what it was at one point. Then I started playing towards the end. I scored a goal last year, last game of the year. Do you feel like that kind of shaped your mentality for what's gonna like how your career is gonna go down the road? Is just that constant grind? Is that something that you enjoy doing? That you found like, hey, I'm really. Yeah, you know, it's it's always difficult in a situation like that. But I I wouldn't say that I necessarily well I. It was reinforced when I was out in Finland, but the foundation was already already built pretty much at Bradley because our coach was. Not necessarily a maniac, Tim Regan will tell you. He was, he was pretty crazy, but you know he was he was definitely more of a blue collar type mentality when it came to soccer. You know, it was make sure you do the work, make sure you work for the guy behind you, make sure you would do 
everything you got to do to win a game. And, you know, we did a lot of running and a lot of fitness. So that kind of mentality was stuck with me throughout all of college, basically. And then I went out there and just basically reinforced itself. And, just, and it presented itself in a different situation. I tried to apply everything that I already learned just tenfold. You, you know? adapted. And that's, yeah, a, that's a very, basically. very underestimated part of soccer. I mean, the generation changed a little bit now, but when I grew up, I mean, you went to hell the first two, three years in your, in your bro career. Literally, you, you, you went through hell. And if I would have stayed out there, it probably would have been the same exact thing, you know? You got you to do your work. And just it's, yeah, you had to put in the work every day, and, and you're not getting rewarded for it in the first couple of years for that, but you get the rewards afterwards. So, so it's, a, it's a good thing to, uh, to, uh, to experience something like it that. It was definitely a good experience. I, 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 it was hard at first, but then I started liking it a lot. And... It's not to say necessarily I would have stayed there because I was, you know, I would have probably came back here. But it, you know, it was it was definitely a good experience. Well, never hurt. Can never hurt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's that extra that extra experience that yeah. kind of you can build up upon. Yeah. Uh, coming back to the Midwest, obviously, was that something that you were looking forward to when you when you were like, hey, Indy Eleven's watching. Yeah, I mean, anytime here. you get to come home and play, <laughs> you know, close to home with hey, guys like, that two you and a half hours already, away. Yeah. So. You know, that was in, in that aspect, it was exciting for my parents and like my friends and family to come watch me play. But I knew already a couple guys coming in and I was here on trial in October. So I, I, you know, I was familiar with all the faces here at the club. You know, it was just a matter of coming in and performing and making sure that I did whatever I could to set myself up to hopefully, you know, get signed. And that's what happened. And, you know. Now we're here at Jam Tap. <laughs> One of the uh, questions. Oh, I have to do that crap. Yeah. <laughs> now I have to do these stupid media. Uh, now, it's, technically, aren't you now considered media as well as a player? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think Kaluder yeah. might have to get you a media pass. Uh, to, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bit, I, uh, to get full access. I have to think about what all uh, new things are open for me now. <laughs> we have no a, opportunities, man. We have a question on Twitter okay. from the. Uh, Northside Brickyard Battalion. Uh, his question is a typical question of pretty much every guest. Would you rather face 10 John Colluder sized Eric Norales's or oh. one Eric Norales sized Colluder? Jeez. I mean, I, I don't, I feel like there's no right answer to this, you know? <laughs> and, and the Colluder that you're facing is in Colluder mode. So it's game day. You know, if it's I'm, game day operations. If, if, if I'm Luder. going, if I'm going, you know, if I'm, if it's going to be the worst, it better be the worst. So I might as well just have one Eric size colluder, just colluder <laughs> mode, Hulk style, just like all green, <laughs> and I just might take it for the worst and see where it falls. Seems to be the typical answer. See, see I have to be honest. I never experienced a like a colluder mode like in a bad way. Colluder mode on game day is just like don't talk to him. Don't he's he's zoning, huh? He's, 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 zone. he, he's as zoned as you guys are getting ready to play. Yeah. He's Except zoned. He's all over the media, right? He is. He's all over the media. Yeah. Just what, directing people, making sure everybody's going one way or another. Yeah. So, um, obviously, growing up and, and trying to, we asked Christian this same question, trying to figure out where you're going to play on the pitch. When did you decide or when did you feel like you fit uh, in a striker role or a forward type position? I used to be a defender. I actually used to be a center back like slash like outside back but then this is in the academy years they we not we'd be not necessarily losing games but they just we kind of like alter with our formations and people just because it was those years where you can experience sure and you know they threw me up top and i just started scoring goals and <laughs> you know, 
I was like, because I guess I was a little bit bigger. No. A bigger size than <laughs> no shit. No yeah. way. So, I mean, did, it kind of worked out. Did you guys actually realize that, that the groupies around you are making pictures of us all the time? Sure. It's quite annoying, though. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's not paying attention. <laughs> just smile and wave. Yes, just smile and get ready to be on the yeah. website. <laughs> so, yeah, but then they threw me up top, like... I think it was either my 16th year or the 18th year out of fire, and then I just started. And then I get, I was getting recruited at Bradley to play at, at forward. So then you know nothing really changed after that. It was just once you were there, there you kind of like okay, guess I'm yeah. guess I'm sticking here. A new role. <laughs> did you just do my job? So did you follow anyone uh, professionally growing up? Like, uh, did you have a club that you rooted for? Did you have players that you looked up to? Dude, I loved. Man, oh, I still love Manchester United, but I like loved Yay! Ronaldo when he was at Manchester United. That was like my that that entire squad. Was did like you follow best. any Polish soccer? Uh, or like any Polish like great players? Who is your like favorite Polish player? Oh God, do you have a favorite Polish player? I played with a couple of them. <laughs> a, couple, a couple of very good ones. Well, now it's I mean Lewandowski, obviously, but back then there was there was like oh Frankowski. He played for Wisła Kraków. Mm -hmm. Came over here to MLS. We played for Bless the fire you. for a little bit, and you know he's he was like a prolific Polish goal scorer. Um, who the oh Jerzy Dudek, Liverpool mm -hmm. Champions League. Matt. Remember that? Um, Zudowski, I can't remember he played. I think he played also for Wisła. He was played in the national team. I think he also. I think he also he was played a in Germany though. I don't know. Yeah. I, the thing is, I never really kept up with that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know. But when I it was mostly like. Um, Every time the national team played, because uh, and actually the best experience I had with like following the national team or following bowling soccer was when they came to Chicago and they played at Soldier Field and they scrimmaged uh, against Mexico. Man, that was some intense stuff. Well, it's, a huge, it's a huge, it's a huge population in Chicago, right? Yeah, same thing with you know the Mexican population in Chicago. So it was like we were button heads and it was it was pretty crazy. There was, was some fights. Some some pretty crazy stuff that was said in Polish that night. <laughs> Good my thing dad, my Polish. dad was not proud. <laughs> he was like, "You putting earmuffs on you?" Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. You tried. So, were, were you raised in in uh, uh, old school Polish way, or like what what language do you speak at home? Uh, primarily Polish. Okay. You know, well, at first it's Polish. Now, my parents have got they started to learn the language, and they've been here now for 21, 22 years. Sure. So, they've picked up on it, and it's kind of you know, it's mixed. We like to switch things up a bit. You like to, we like to keep it fresh at home, but uh, <laughs> like to throw you off your game. Yeah, but uh, we throw a little bit of English and Polish, but mostly it's Polish. Did you take any uh, foreign language in college? Dude, I was in Polish school, man. For like, that's a typical like, East European like, thing. Like the equivalent of like English high school. Sure. I did like growing up the same exact stuff. So every Saturday, I'd have to go to school for four hours. <laughs> it's so funny. And it was it Polish is, school. It is such an European thing. Like yeah. every every foreigner I have in Germany is like when it comes to like East European, like they go to Yugoslavian or to like uh, at this point now Croatian or Serbian school or a Bulgarian school or every Saturday it's the same. They go to they go to school. From their language, from their like, from their home language, their home country. Yeah, super funny. Huh. Yeah, so that was not fun. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we were we were we were pretty bad students, not necessarily academically, but we like discipline-wise. Like every week, I felt so bad for our teacher because we would just act like complete jerks, man. And it was not. It was fun for us. Don't get me wrong, but. That teacher put up with so much stuff, and I feel bad. So if she's listening right now, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna seriously doubt she's listening right now. <laughs> well, 
let's pretend she is. Yeah, let's pretend she is. Just know. apologize. Maybe she's, a, maybe she's an Indy 11 follower. That would be weird. <laughs> uh, so nationally, who would you play for? You got called up to a national team. Who would you play for? What's his citizenship? Are you dual? Born in Poland. Well, I'm dual. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Born in Poland, so I guess I don't know. Yes, if I don't know if you've ever thought. Yeah, if they ever came to it and somebody was, and they both okay, ever came to it and they both came to you and said, we, you know, we want you, on, we want you on. They both knocked on your door, and Jurgen Klinsmann says, "Bolcha wants you," and the Polish national coach says, the "I want you thing. more." I can't impersonate any Polish. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. <laughs> In that case, I'm going to marry. <laughs> if he sounds like that, I'm not playing for that guy. You're playing for Jurgen instead. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Actually, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, I guess I want. I wouldn't want to look at it in like how good are the national teams because obviously I think the U.S. one is better in a way. Well, sure. actually, that's, 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 that's not a tough call though. That's a tough call. Not recently though. Yeah. I mean, they like Poland beat Germany not too not long ago at Uh-oh. home. Yeah, but that's, that's <laughs> so <laughs> shots fired. Yeah, I know. Hold on, wait a minute. You got to move over to the other side yeah. of the table again. Yeah, but it's. I think it's one of those weird things that a lot of people don't think about, especially for people that are, you know, that dual citizenship. Yeah. Where if you get called up to play, who do you pick, yeah. and is it based off of? How much playing time you're gonna get? Is it based off of your, you know, obviously most of the time it's based off your national pride. Yeah. And that's I'm I'm like a hopeless romantic when it comes to that kind of stuff because I actually think it should only be a national pride thing. When you feel more Polish, you should play for the Polish national team. Well, when here's you the thing, feel like, more yeah. American. That should be the only reason to choose your national team, not like what country is better, where would be more successful, where would. So you play for the American national team. Of course not. <laughs> but here's the thing: like, if you're born in one country, but you're raised in sure. much your entire life for the other, you came over here three months. Yeah, this so is like Wes. Yeah. Am I really Polish? Or it's am not I like really you remember. Polish, it's not like you remember. Like, oh, I'm in my childhood yeah. running around the streets of Poland. Yeah. <laughs> when I was three months old, <laughs> playing soccer on the street. Yeah. yeah. Crawling and just yeah. shouldering it. Eating pierogi. So how often have you been back in Poland yet? I went back in November because I went on trial. Okay. Teams out there, but oh, for a second there, when you said I went on trial, I'm like, what did you do? No, no. <laughs> Sorry. See, everyone says we do the same. I have some issues same from back thing. in the yeah. days in yeah, Poland. Yeah. I had to when get. I was uh, three months old. <laughs> <in the streets. laughs> like, like, over in Poland, there's no statute of limitations. Yeah. We start like, early in Poland. We start that, early with that shit. Which, which, like, there's no laws. That one movie that they made. Uh, um, what? Uh, the. Uh, God. Yeah. See. Yeah. The uh, the one where there's like no laws, no government. For like, what is it? For like. For 24 days. hours? Yeah, for I 24 hours. Like, what's that? For those here at Chatham Tap, what's the movie where um, uh, for 24 hours there's no laws? No one knows? We might Nobody? Have to, we might Nothing? Have to, we might have to go to Google. I'm thinking. See some brains what? exploding. The Purge. The Purge. The Purge. Yeah. Thank you. So it wasn't quite <laughs> like that in Poland, but I don't know. You, know? you never know. You, you never can know. hit some rock. Yeah, pretty yeah. much I'm, what I'm trying to say is that I'm not a criminal. Right? <laughs> yeah, but when you tell people that don't know about yeah. soccer trials and you're like, oh, I was over, well, I had to go back yeah. to California to go on yeah, trial. I did trials over in Europe. And use try out the next trials time. Trials everywhere. Use huh? try out. Just use the terminology <laughs> try yeah, out. That's, I mean, trial seems pretty, you know, a normal thing to say, I feel like. But, you know, I'll stick with try out this time. <laughs> next well, time. Yeah. yeah you're here you can say trials right, you're in a trials. soccer bar you can say trials, right, good, it's trials. Got, you got rugby on on tv 
and baseball. I yeah, think that's what Christian and, keeps watching. You're in good criminal. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you're company, you're also, yeah. you're also in Chatham Tap, where there's probably a lot of people in here that have gone to trial before. <laughs> <laughs> Not soccer related trials. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what other sports? Obviously, just looking at these other ones, and his this guy's a huge baseball guy. What other sports do you do you watch? Basketball. Basketball, big basketball guy, yeah, big Bulls guy. Basketball. Yeah, I love the Bulls. So you're a little heartbroken, Cleveland and that whole thing. Yeah, let's just I just read something today that the Bulls are waiting until all the other coaches are let go. To take Thibodeau or yep. to fire Thibodeau. Yep. So I don't know if that's a good decision on their part. Isn't you know? it? It makes it makes them look like if I was a coach, I would go. I, I don't want to work there because they don't really. Yeah, they're just trying to get yeah. a name in here. They don't care yeah, about us being there. It's really weird, and I I read an article like about it recently and. It's just like since like Jordan and the Phil Jackson era, like you had all those coaches that came through, Scott Skiles, and you had what was it, Vinny Del Negro, and they didn't really do much. And then he came in with just five years and he pretty much put Chicago back on the map where it was making playoffs. So and they're gonna let this guy go just because they got, you know, beef with the front office or they, you know, they, they see they don't see eye to eye, but you know, that's that's business, I guess. I don't know. The sports business, right? Yeah, that's sports how it works. Business, business. <laughs> well, guys, don't look at me when you talk about basketball because I have nothing to. to You've been to some Pacer games, like, right? Yeah, we met George Hill at the uh, yeah. at the uh, at the San Antonio at games. So yeah. shout out yeah. if he's listening. No, George Hill is hundred percent not listening. <laughs> All right, to so that's right over two with shout outs. <laughs> My Polish school teacher and George Hill. Yeah. It's not gonna work. Uh, yeah, some yeah, some extraordinary uh, people to bring up. Uh, we should listen. So. Um, We've yes. had some weird listeners that people have been like, oh, hey, I listen to you. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. It's cool. Um, so with with following different sports here, especially in Indiana, is there is there anything that, um, that you feel like you're more attracted to since being here? Like is it something that you're – you can kind of latch on to more Bulls fans around here in Indy or – I'm kind of, are you a race fan by now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you sure. ever, I feel like I should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you experience. Is this the first month of May that you've experienced? Yeah, man. Yeah, it's and not. I, I actually haven't been like down there, so you I haven't been really the track know yet? what's going on over there. You know, but I hear it's a huge. It's it's. I'm not a golf not course a, on it. It is the half of a golf course. Yeah, it's not a. I'm not a super race fan, but the months of May, it's it's pretty exciting down yeah. there. Yeah. I mean, just because the amount of people there that are there is just like crazy, you know. Plus, I like if I really wanted to go, I feel like the best part of it would just be like to see the cars just. It's the greatest sound in the world, you know. Like, cause I used to go when I was little with my dad. You could like feel the ground shake. Yeah, yeah like, you feel oh, it. You feel it right here, in, and it's in just your heart. that. No, in your gut, it's like the top of your gut. You feel everything just kind of rumble. Yeah. And, and then you, that's when you know they're coming when they're yeah, and it just corner. you just see them go by. <laughs> that's and when you realize you have to get off the right <laughs> way. Well, and you get you on during qualifying and and. Uh, practice and things like that. There's no, there's not a lot of people there, so you yeah. kind of have free reign to just really walk around. Yeah. And so you're standing right by the fence while these cars are going by at 230 yeah. miles an hour, and they're just like little rockets. That's and crazy. I have no now here's the question: Do you sit? Do you go to the infield, or do you sit out outside the the racetrack? You, you probably have to do a, You have to do one. You have to do one each time. So one year you should probably experience the infield, and then another year you should just sit in the stands and, and enjoy it because the infield's a party. It feels yeah, like just yeah. a giant party. Yeah, that's what you have to. I would go to the infield because I like the, you like the, the party. party. Yeah, basically, I like, <laughs> I like um, to essentially party. in its most simplest form. <laughs> or like the entertainment at least. Sure. Um, 
Yeah, and, and just the people that you see, it's very if you're a people watcher, looking at costumes and just people. Now, you, now we sound like creeps, people watchers, you know? No, I mean, it, it's you, the you most gotta, fun thing to do, people watching. It's, like, it's why cool. you go to Walmart. You, you people watch. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I do this with Andy every second Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's, it's a normal thing. Four, that we four do. to five, we go to Walmart and just. Christian just walks around guys and gets hassled by cops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where have you trialed that, man? <laughs> Another question from Twitter, and this is from a, a C. Bala, uh, also known as Christopher Bala. Bala. Uh, Co-host that's not here. What are your thoughts on how quickly coaches are fired in top-tier leagues of soccer? He's a Real Madrid fan. So he's been. I'm he's so been, happy to not hear this tonight. Like, <laughs> oh, Real Madrid, Ica Casillas. Oh, my gosh, they're so good. Well, obviously, Ancelotti just got fired. I heard about that. Um, that I did not hear about. Ancelotti got fired. Okay. No no La Liga, no Copa, no Champions League. And so they're just like, see you later. I also heard that PSG bid 125 million euros for Cristiano Ronaldo. Yep. Yeah. That, the, rumors I'm, during I'm transfer I'm window is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> Whenever you guys talk about basketball or soccer, I'm out because I have no <laughs> idea about it. Yeah, because they'll never watch it. They'll you don't never, watch any of it. No soccer. soccer? Nope. Isn't that weird? That is kind of weird. See, thank you. I'm glad another soccer player yeah, so you thinks don't have that's like weird. A favorite soccer team? Like you don't like, nope. you know, Bayern Munich? You don't know? He's like, I played for him. It's cool. I don't. <laughs> well, the, the Munich. Story... I'm, I'm really into the baseball scene, though. You know? He is. Yeah, like, I am. That's what I am. <laughs> Which is pretty cool, because dude, I told you recently that I got to experience my first Cubbies game, and mm. that was pretty fun. You say on the bleachers? No, bleachers. They, they were they were redoing the bleachers oh, okay. when I went. But you got to go back right up along, not right up along the first baseline, but like a couple rows back. And it was fun, man. And I think that even so, even much so, like I want to go back and go to the bleachers because I just hear that, you know, that's a the bleachers pretty are, big party back there. Yeah, the bleachers are a cool experience yeah. because you don't watch most of the game. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wasn't watching regardless well, when I went the first time. Yeah, that's what we did. So. I went with. With him and and like two months. This was before you went to Montreal. What, two months ago, that wasn't even a baseball season. A month ago, then it was probably a month. It was before you went to Montreal. That's true, yeah. So That's it was true. at least so we went, a month and a half ago. We went to a baseball game. Sit right home plate at the Indians and in Indianapolis. Right behind home plate. Right behind home See, plate. See now, where's the best seat in a in a baseball stadium? You know, I've got um, like third base, like right behind third base. Well, I, I usually like, I usually like home plate when I have the chance to watch it. Which the end of the story would have been I had no chance to watch the game because I was just caught up in shit talk with those two guys. <laughs> Pretty and, much, uh, <laughs> yeah. All we did was just and, bullshit the entire and game. And seeing Andy uh, killing 12 hot dogs in two innings. Oh, yeah, I have, I have, That's pretty it was, impressive. It dude. was dollar hot dog night, and I hit five in two innings. So, that is, that I mean, impressive, man. it's all right. I don't know if I could do that. It was, yeah. Actually, <laughs> if I was hungry, I'd probably could do yeah. that, you know? And they're like, they're not the big hot dogs. They're just the little ballpark hot dogs. They were, they were decent size. They were decent size. Very okay. Yeah. But they were good. And he just had a full dinner before. So No, I didn't have a full dinner. I was hungry. I was hungry, and I got, I got five hot dogs for five bucks. Yeah. Boom. Sign me up. Anyway, back to the question. <laughs> yeah, we veered off track. It was, yeah, okay. yeah, because get used, Jesus. Get used to that here. Yeah, yeah, usually Chris is here to kind of reel us back yeah. in. Since he's not here, we're just going to go off the rails we're the everywhere. entire time. He actually tweeted, said, great answer. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, your first good one, Chris. <laughs> Zinger. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, what are your thoughts on how quickly coaches are fired in top? Because obviously, uh, well, so Dave, uh, Dave Moyes. Got fired after one season. Yeah. Probably deserved it, but he got fired after one season. Yeah. Well, here's how I'm going to put it. And I'll just talk from experience because I, when I was out in Finland, I got signed there for a year. And the reason why I didn't, why there wasn't, I didn't have the opportunity 
to think about staying there again was because our coach got the boot and he got fired. So I feel like any time – That was midseason? No, it okay. was at the end of the season. Okay. But they were coming up like throughout every league in Finland, and they were winning every league, not necessarily every year, but they were. it was a quick come up. And then the um, this, the league that we were in, the expectation was to win and get promoted. And we didn't win and we didn't get promoted. So the the guy got the boot, you know. And I think anytime there's like extreme amounts of expectation, especially to win the league, is it's difficult. But I you know I think it's, it's different it's, when you're when you're a coach of the top like five. Yeah. Especially. Well, even more so, yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like this was only Finland and this guy was getting, you know, the boot because we didn't make we didn't win the league in like the second league, the second tier of finish. Sure. The finish league. He was so like, "Oh, you can't get it. So See you later." If you're bringing in guys worth millions of dollars and they don't produce, you know, you got. I feel like you gotta, you know, some do some something. But the whole that whole David Moyes thing was kind of, I don't know, for me, which I'm happy Van Gaal's there now, but I don't know. I think it just seemed really awkward, you know, like why bring him in, well, not bring in someone else. You know, well, I, I really wanted Klopp to come in. I was a big, I'm a big Klopp fan. Yeah, and oh, he's free now. Well, yeah, he's free he's now, a, he's but it doesn't matter. Coach. It's not going to matter now. Bring in the chosen one. No, you know? stop it. That would be interesting. No, that would be horrible. Be interesting, man. Who's the chosen? It one? It would be the most boring game. Chelsea, Mourinho. Chelsea. Watching Chelsea, and I know we're in a Chelsea bar, but watching Chelsea play is one of the most boring things in the fucking world. Look at that. There's the first F bomb. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. But it's horrible. And obviously they win the league. Yeah. But it's just it's just slow. And they park the bus probably 15 minutes in and just basically backpass the entire game. And so win. I don't I don't well, I don't want that to happen on the United United. They're hating right now hard because well, they won. Well, so Yeah, exactly. Chris said just, just said clop to Madrid, and that would become his first favorite Jurgen over Jurgen Summer and Jurgen Klinsman. Um, I, I still wouldn't care. <laughs> <laughs> so, how are the Yankees doing so far? They're an okay season. Not to not to interrupt, but also I heard yeah. that Drogba might be coming to the MLS. Yes, he hinted that he's coming to the US. So, but where does he here. go? You know, well, he saying? only said he will come to the US. Maybe he comes. Maybe maybe Cosmos sign him because sign him not a no yeah. way man that would be weird. that would be that would be that would weird. be bad for us dude yeah, that would be bad for you. how weird would it be playing against drogba though was like was it interesting playing against raul see see how we bounce around i like this yeah that's how it is you know, it's just like a talk that we're touch just on this touch on so, that. That yeah veer off we never wait for an answer yeah so Raul, that was pretty cool, man. We're not I even interested in an answer. We're just throwing questions around, and as soon as you answer, we throw the next question oh, at yeah. you. That's how I do it. That's so. That's how he's I learned been, it. He's yeah. Been, he's, yeah, I was gonna say he's been on the other side. He's learned from the best. Now <laughs> yeah. he knows how to do it. Yeah. But it was definitely pretty interesting, man. Like just to see a player of that caliber to bit to to watch him on TV and see where he's he was and where he's been and what he's accomplished. To be on the same field with him was. Well, I wasn't on the same field because I didn't play that game, but I, I watched it from the <laughs> sidelines. But it was pretty cool, man. It was it was definitely a, like a moving experience. You're like, dude, this guy scored all those goals and played for the best clubs in the world. And scored was, all the goals. All the goals, yeah. And Christian's, yeah know, Christian I'm, as a keeper is like, he's all right. I know somebody who was like, oh, he played for the best team in the world. I love to hear that. Yes, Chris, <laughs> I'm talking about you. <laughs> 
Chris is, Chris is a huge uh, Real Madrid fan. The, Christian's, Christian's bringing the heat today. He's shots fired. Yes. Annoyingly, annoyingly huge Real Madrid you are, fan. You are, and, oh, my God. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, it, yeah, he loves Real Madrid. but he's. I have one of those friends, too. It's pretty Well, here's the thing, though, with annoying. him, and it, it, it's the nice all thing. Is, all they say is, la decima, la decima, yeah, yeah, la well, decima. He's, the the funny thing was is he's been a Real Madrid fan since like the mid '90s, so he's yeah. been for a long time. Um, I'm just a relatively new soccer fan, probably within the last ten years. Yeah. Uh, we were at the Chelsea Inter Milan game that came here at Lucas Oil, mm-hmm. and there was a dude wearing uh, another Real Madrid shirt, and like you know when you kind of pass somebody wearing another kit, they're like, oh hey, yeah, and uh. Uh, he yells at he yells at the guy. Chris yells at Chris yells at the guy. Goes Ala Madrid, and the guy goes, "Hey!" Like I <laughs> like, had no idea what he was talking Awkward. about. And Chris was like, "You take that shirt off right now! You don't even deserve to wear he got it." Heated? Huh? Oh yeah, he got heated. We, we might have been I wish drinking. I was there to witness that. Oh yeah, he got he he'll get heated. He but gets first fired of all, up. let's well let's let's think about this. Who wears a, a Real Madrid jersey to a Chelsea Juventus or who was it? Inner. Inner. Yeah. yeah. Chelsea Inner game. You don't wear Madrid jerseys. Oh, there was all sorts of jerseys there. Really? Yeah. There was like, 40, I think, 44,000 people showed up. That's, yeah. a, that's a typical American thing. Up there, yeah. as well. Let's like, go to a game and wear the jersey of the teams that aren't playing. Like, <laughs> Chris said, F that stupid guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. It's one of those things where if you go to a Cubs game, or like, say, if you're going to a Cubs game. Yeah. You and then wear, you're like, you're small. You wear a Sox jersey. Yeah, but you're sitting next to a guy who's wearing a Cubs jersey. And you're at the game, you start talking about the game, and he's like, oh, I have no idea who's starting right now. Yeah. And you're like, okay, why are you even at the game? Yeah. <laughs> That's why I didn't support any Cubbies when I went. I just wore just normal attire. Uh, to go back to your question, though, about what's the best seat, I think third baseline. I go to uh, Cincinnati Red Games a lot. I have a, a hookup that gives us, like, front row, yeah. third base, like right where the ball boy sits. And I think that's probably one of the best. And do seats. they bounce you around, or well, you don't know? Because you like, because for instance, I asked one of my friends like, how season tickets work at, at Wrigley. Yeah. And they're like, well, you could sit at one place one game, but usually they like to bounce around the season tickets, so you can sit anywhere at. at that's kind of weird. You no, know, I don't know. I think I've that's never pretty heard cool. Of that before. I think that's pretty cool if you think about it. It's probably a Wrigley thing. Maybe. I love to sit right behind home plate because. Have you, you been can... to Wrigley yet? No, no. You have to go. Dude, it is crazy, man. Like, but, I, um, you can mecca. you can see the pitches yeah. perfectly out on home plate. That's that's. Why I love to be at home plate. And you just want to yell at the umpires for making bad calls, basically. No, I would never yell at empires in general. <laughs> they're the ones. They're, they're the uh, they're the bosses. They're my chosen ones. So coming here uh, from Poland and experiencing so obviously it's second year of the Indy Eleven. Um, first. Oh, you you came here first year, didn't you? My first year, man. No, it's the second year of the Indy Eleven. Oh the yeah, team, yeah. Why, why don't you just start that again? So it's the second year of the team, but it's your first year here. There you go. <laughs> is what I meant. We got it. And um, I guess, and we kind of asked Christian this too, ex- describe like the vibe on the pitch just because it, it, the feeling of the fans here, mm-hmm. especially for an NASL team, is vastly different than anywhere else. It's, you know, you can see it now on ESPN3 that all the away games are, are being shown. And it's like, there's like... 2,000 people in the yeah. seats, and you come here and there's 10. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Because uh, I played – the biggest crowd I ever played in front of was like five or 6,000. That was out in Finland. But then, like, you know, coming here and seeing, the, like, the battalion. I think the battalion, they just, like, make the stadium even more so, like, just like a, even more like a professional thing. Like, they 
they're intimidating. That's because even when I was like, when I'm ready to play and yeah. I hear those guys, I'm like, dude, this is crazy. Like I literally get like chills and I'm like, you get hyped? it's crazy. Yeah. So I can't even imagine like what other people, the away teams like feel, you know? And it's those guys, make, way some, those guys make some noise. <laughs> oh, yeah. The way goalkeeper gets it bad. Oh, he gets it bad. But, you know, and that's not only the battalion because you still got all the fans that are on, you know, the side of the field. Sure. So it's it's a lot of fun, man. And it's just a lot of fun to play in front of all those people. Do you have a favorite chant that you've heard so far? Um, one, of the capo, on. one of the capos sitting in the crowd right now is trying to figure out what's your favorite chant. <laughs> so trying to figure out. The, the boys in blue one are good. Sure. But, at the Ottawa game, they told they stole your chat. They stole the battalion yeah, chat. Yeah, they come on, the boys in black. Yeah. yeah, they stole you guys. Better you guys. Ottawa stole one of Ottawa our chants. Stole your chance. Yeah. I mean, there were only six guys yelling it, but yeah. uh, they, they, they did steal your chant. I mean, yeah, but yeah, they, they it's, were, it was more of a whisper. Yeah, but they they stole they stole uh, they stole the chant, man. And I was not pleased. That's so weird. Happy. I was not happy. I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. Should have happened anyway. We might have to. Make make a couple calls. So are you are you chatty on the pitch, dude? Do you talk a lot of shit when you're out there? Uh, not necessarily. No. I like to, uh, the thing is like low key. I like to get in. I like to get in with it with like the other side. But like I, I like aggressive play. Like if he if he if it's a hard tackle, I'll come. I won't say anything, but I'll make sure I you know get him back. You know. So you're more so, aggressive on the physical way. Yeah, I like that. You let your aggression do the talking, basically. Yeah, but I've learned to kind of dial back because then I just get angry with myself. <laughs> yeah. And then I just like mentally I'm not in it and I'm just like pissed running around the field. So I got to kind of dial back and just learn how to relax. Do you ever get uh, I, It's not like, I'm a, I, like I go like John Caluder on everybody on the field <laughs> or anything like that. But Do you uh, do you find yourself arguing with the ref quite a bit? Yeah. Um, only if it's a bad call. Like, for instance, I don't know if you watched the Ottawa <laughs> that game. That never happened at that team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, refs are always 100% no, right. Not like, not How like, can you ever complain? Not like during the entire course of the game. Like, if, every, if there's a bad call that I'm not involved in, but if there's sure. one that I'm involved in, for instance, like, I don't know if you watched the game. Christian probably remembers, but there was, like, uh, the ball was, like, bouncing around, and it, we, like, won. They won the first one, but Brad won the second ball, and he hit it forward, and yeah. it came over my left shoulder, and I took a touch. Because it was so high up, yeah. So I ex like I extended my leg forward. I took a touch and I brought the ball down. And the center back literally came and literally like bulldozed right through yeah. me. Yeah. And they called the foul on me. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. And you I like, you like fell backwards. What you is your like problem? Uh, <laughs> I was like, and the guy, even the center back, was walking away like, dude, I'm gonna get a yellow card. And then he turned around, <laughs> I was like, oh shit, this is not even really, not, not even my fault. <laughs> and I'm like, this has yeah. got to be the most. What was his explanation thing. then? I, was there an explanation? No, was it no. just like here's the, here it is? I was like, what's wrong? I was like, I I just I was more speaking out loud. I didn't really speak directly to him, <laughs> but yeah, he didn't really explain much. It should have been Brad's job. You know what helps? What face. I learned in America, and it's perfect when you're mad at the referee and you don't want to get like punished for what you're saying. Just swear and polish. <laughs> That's what I do in German. When I'm really really mad and I need to blow off some steam, I just yell the worst things in the I'll world you know. to, to the referee. But I do it in German. To the referee perfect. and yeah. to the ball boys that are sitting behind the uh, the net. And Chris when he. <laughs> Screws up multiple uh, times. I can't keep bringing it up. <laughs> I will. I you will. can't. You can't just like keep calling him out when he's not here. I feel like that's not fair. You know. Oh, that's. You can't not even about defend being, himself. It's not huh? about being fair. It's like don't be nice. Don't, <laughs> don't be nice to him. Honestly, he's not deserving it. Hey, I, if I want to make another appearance here, I got to be nice. You know, to everybody. That's fine. You've already, you've already secured another spot thanks, on the show. I, I cracked the lineup. It, and if Brad Ring is listening yes. and Kyle Highland and Dylan. Yeah. And Brian, sure. I am upset 
because I do not play euchre with those guys. And I've been literally waiting for five, six weeks. You a good euchre player? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did. I I did beat Kyle. So if you, yeah. So it's Kyle, 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 really good euchre player. Uh, Kyle's been on the yes. show before. I mean, I guess, but you know, I beat him, and I felt like I deserve a shot at the big at the big leagues. I think I want to play with the with the big boys, but they don't ever give me a chance. Here's the funny thing: Dan sure. Keller came in. Uh-huh. It's been like it's been like <laughs> two, three weeks, man, and now he cracked the lineup. I've been waiting like a month. That's that, that's that's fucking. I'm yeah. just upset. Do you play? Do you play euchre? No. Oh, okay. So if those guys are listening, man, just you just need a good partner. Help this guy out. Who'd be who? Who'd your partner be? Anybody. Anybody. I just want to make the. I just want to make the lineup, man. <laughs> Bring Chris or I in. We'll just wreck everybody. All right. All right. Just now serious euchre players. Just See, destroy could, everyone. Or we could just add a one to the table here while we're talking. We, we can play some euchre. Get some cards. You know she knows how to play. We can multitask. <laughs> <laughs> the, the funny thing was, is she's just learning how to play euchre. Yeah. And she's like, "You guys get really mean playing euchre." It gets euchre. intense. I'm not even gonna lie. Your to you. family gets angry yeah. at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because there's no friends. Yeah. If somebody no is no is friends. calling like off Trump, and you're sitting here like, "Okay, why did yeah. you even call that?" Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, like, come on, man. Where's your head at? That's, that we should do that. We should do a charity Indy Eleven euchre tournament. You know what? I always thought would be a great thing, like probably to like after the last game, you should have a charity Indy Eleven. First official beer pong open. Oh man, it's a horrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> Chris would tear it up. I Chris would definitely really be good. interested. Huh? Or like, um, I think we could played, probably. Have you ever played like, um, like frisbeer? Frisbeer or beersby? That's what they call it. No, it's I like you have, played it. you have like, like basically you have. It's like two poles. Uh huh. You use like PVC pipes. Okay. And you put them like 30, 35 yards away from one another, from one another. Is it like can jam? Is it like can jam? Kind of, kind okay. of, but you have a beer on top of the, the, the PVC basically, and you're throwing a Frisbee at it. Oh, and if you knock the beer off, you have to catch the Frisbee every time. That's a point. Okay. If you don't, then that's a point for the other team. If you knock off the, the Frisbee or if you knock off the beer off the pole, is this some weird Bradley it. thing? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I feel like oh, well, that even a weird college thing, maybe. I mean, it's Peoria, but let's be honest. <laughs> you know, but that's that'd be a cool game. But I guess we can go traditional and stick with beer pong. You know, I'm down for. Well, that. if we wanted to get like an Indy Eleven sponsored event, I don't think we could do a beer a post uh, season after, beer pong after, after the season. We have some beer sponsors. Well, that's true. Well, we can get Flat Twelve involved. We could get Flat Twelve to do a Indy Eleven beer pong Invitational. Yeah. Down at Flat Twelve, we can make it happen. Yeah. We can make it happen. Huh? And, and a euchre tournament in the fall, like between uh, spring and fall season, do a so euchre that tournament. Would get, I feel like more rowdy than the. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with both. That was, that was good. Ugly and I love it. <laughs> I bet we could probably get Chatham here at Fishers to hook it up. Yeah. How's it? All yeah. money goes to charity. Boom. Need, need some, we need some dedicated like drivers after. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Who's it gonna be? Uber gets Uber sponsors. Uber, yeah, we got a lot <laughs> of Uber sponsored. Hey, yeah. that thing will work. <laughs> so I want to. I I'm I'm ready to give away some tickets. Um, I've got two tickets. Uh, Brickyard Battalion section. Yeah, everyone's listening now. On Saturday, <laughs> and I want you to. I want you to think of a question. Any question? We usually do this. Christian thought up some good ones. Oh, look at that. That's the food like, over there. Like yeah. any question and any question, any question you want. Obviously, most of these people listen on the internet will Google it, and they have to. They have to. Like the one last the answer. The one last time we were here, we had uh, Brad Howder and Greg Regstraw on. Yeah. And Brad uh, wanted to um, ask the question: What team did Brad play on? 
uh, back in the 90s that Greg actually called the game that, oh that Brad God. was that's playing. So, that's so detailed. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So it can go that's that a, deep. That's nobody detail, nobody that's can Google that. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I need a question from you to give away two Brickyard Battalion seats for the Saturday game against Tampa Bay. So these are free. Sitting in the BYB, chanting like crazy. Out here, man. Christian, you want to think of a question? Spot, it could be baseball related. Hmm. I should uh, oh, like dub over the uh, Jeopardy. Yeah. <laughs> it could be like, where'd you score your first goal? Like a uh, team in, okay, in college, who did you score your first goal against? Do you know that answer? Oh my god! Yeah, I know the answer. I just forgot. I, I forgot the. I technically, forgot. did not score a goal in college. It was. I remember. Yeah, I, I know that. I know the answer to that question. Okay. Well, that's the first question. So, using using hashtag BYBcast or anybody here in Fisher's Chatham uh, that wants two tickets to uh, the Indy Eleven game on Saturday. Uh, Woj Woj here played in uh, college in Bradley, scored his first goal against what team? So this is probably what freshman year, sophomore year. Yeah, more, more like senior year. <laughs> it was freshman, uh, I apologize. It was freshman year. Man, dude. <laughs> you hear the question? What was the? Uh, you calling me out today, the bro? Team that uh, Woj scored against. I would be blown away. I would be blown away. So again, using hashtag BYBcast for two tickets to Saturday's game, or if you're here at uh, Chatham Tap and Fishers and you guys want to go to the game on Saturday, uh, Woj Woj here has a question. If you can answer, who did he score his first goal in Bradley against his freshman year in Bradley? You get two free tickets in the Brickyard Battalion section at uh, the Indy 11 game on Saturday. So if you've ever sat in the breakout retiring section, it gets rowdy. We get crazy. So singing and dancing and chanting, and this guy is up on the stands screaming at everyone with his eat, drink, cape over. Actually, the assist, the assist on this goal. Uh -huh. This could be a follow-up question. The assist. Well, they would. Well, maybe. But the assist <laughs> on this goal was a teammate, a former teammate of mine that played at Bradley, oh. who was playing against me against Indy Eleven on tomorrow. Is this the first time you've played against a college teammate uh, in a game? Professionally, yeah. Yes. yeah. Is it going to be weird? No, it'll be cool. It'll be fun. Does he play defense? Can you go at him? No, he's a, he's a midfielder. Oh, we're still don't, make, don't make the answer too easy, guys. You're still going to go at him, though. Yeah. <laughs> so. So. We're gonna we're gonna let that simmer for a bit. <laughs> we're gonna let that. Set. Do we have some music? You know. No, we're gonna no. we're just gonna go we, on to the next one. We I'm can gonna, acapella or some. By the way, have you seen Pitch Perfect? No, I saw Mad Max instead. Yo, you gotta see Pitch Perfect. No, you have to see Mad Max. I heard it's good. It is one of the best action movies I've seen really? in probably the past ten years. I heard so. It many is fantastic. Let's that. just go right after this. Let's go to a movie Let's theater and go. Let's do it. I'm Let's serious. Maybe we can play some euchre after that. Oh, boom! Sounds like a good Tuesday night. If the coaching staff is listening, we're going to have him in bed by 10. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to craft it again. Two tickets. Two tickets. BYB section. 
to Saturday's game against Tampa Bay in the 11 game. Vojcik. Oh, I I, just say your oh, name man, again. I told you how to say this. Just Vojcik. Vojcik. You screwed it up again. No, he didn't. He's got Vojcik. Vojcik. Woj Woj. Scored his first goal in college while playing at Bradley against what team? I accept application for. We have an answer. We have an answer. I can't. I can't say it out loud, but so. Hold on, hold on. Wait. Hang on here. I'll just do this. Hi. Right. Yeah. That's the one. That's so, the one. we have a winner. Ding, 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 ding. Chris actually said he scored on a hot ass chick. In oh his freshman God. year in Brad. I feel like he should get the tickets. <laughs> He's already got tickets. They gave us media passes this yeah. year for some reason. Uh, but That's the a good one. so the uh, the winner actually Lucas Lucas Schweitzer at Lucas Schweitzer got it correct. He scored the game winner. So it was the game winner. It was the game winner against St. Peter's, and he even got the date on September first, two thousand ten. Yeah. So, Lucas, congratulations. Year. You won two tickets to the uh, Victor Battalion section at Saturday's Indy 11 game against Tampa Bay. So, let's talk a little bit about this season, shall we? Going totally wow. against the, <laughs> right. to, totally Go, against totally the against flow the of the show. Yes. Um, so, we're, we actually we talk are, serious. Yes, now are, let's do that. We got to talk a little we bit should. about some soccer, okay? We should, we about should. Indy 11 soccer. Now it's getting serious. So, the season probably isn't going as planned. Yeah, well, you won't say that. <laughs> uh, this guy left for a while. It was going as planned. <laughs> yeah, I was sick of it. I have to leave. He was sick of it. He wanted to go up to Montreal for some yeah. bull crap. Um, but uh, so I, I think one of the biggest things is, especially being up front, how do you mentally go and and work on trying to break that slump, trying to break break just any kind of scoring slump right now? Because the chances are there, obviously. Yeah. And and one of the big things from fans when we when we announced that you were on, where they were just asking, okay, what does he think? What needs to be changed, or what kind of things are going to be prepared in order to try to get that slump to break? How frustrating is it? <laughs> First off, to... no, I mean. <laughs> It's it's it sucks because both winning and losing they're contagious, you know. So if you get in a slump, it's hard to get out. Um, but having like saying that, it's you know it's at one point in time you just gotta like think and realize that like you have to do literally whatever you have to do to win a game. It's just getting that first one, you know, because then the morale and, and everything else, you know, it's, it feels a lot more uplifting than. Than losing, you know, and, you, and you're ready to go next week. But um, I think it's just being ready and being prepared, and not having, not letting last week or the week before, like the the losses, like get to you. You know, you got to start fresh. Last and, week was the tough one too. Yeah, you know. But <laughs> scoring wise, I think you know it's it's there. It's just we gotta like today like Jurgen said we got to be like more ruthless in front of goal. I feel like sometimes we just kind of we get caught up in the possession so much that it's like oh we got the ball, we got the ball, we could be pretty, but sometimes it's just got to be dirty and you just hard nose and just go right at him. You just got to shoot and the only way you can score is if you shoot. So you know, I think that is one of the bigger things that um, that we have to kind of look at 
when it when it comes to trying to score and, and you know, I think it. I think I think it's gonna come. It's just we got it. Like, yeah, we just got to be more aggressive up, up up top. You know, I think as fans, you kind of when you're especially when you're watching a game, an away game on TV. When you're watching at the at the stadium, it's a little different because you're not seeing everything. Yeah. When you're watching on TV, you're just seeing everything. Mm-hmm. And I was I was quite vocal <laughs> on Saturday's game because yeah. it was it seemed like there was. Like you said, it was to the point where you're being too fancy. Yeah. And there was those those opportunities there to just hit them right in the face. Yeah. And it was going out wide, and it was like, hey, it's right there in the face. Yeah. So um, I, yeah, I definitely agree. It's just like like I said, just being a little bit more efficient when you get the chance, and not being afraid to shoot. You know, and not being you know too cute in front of goal. And you right. just should just just hit it and just hit it and see what happens. When you're when you're seeing those openings too, is it something that you you kind of is it habit to be like okay I'm gonna shoot right here or do you have I mean you're left footed right yeah okay I mean when the situation presents itself you don't really get that many during a game yeah already so you know if if it if it presents itself you got to take it regardless you know if it's left foot right foot in the air whichever way it's coming if you got a shot if you got a half chance you have to take it you know so. Yeah, we definitely had our chances in that Ottawa game, and it just sucked that we didn't put one away, you know. But for both of you guys, what's morale look like too? It's good. I mean, it's not like we played bad at the Ottawa game. No, you played great. You know? But it's. I think it's. We're we're a little bit frustrated, just because we're right there, you know. It's just we're not like quite there yet, you know. So it's it's all coming together at. A, I think I feel like at a slower rate than we mm-hmm. want really wanted, but. You know, I think that we've been picking it up, and you know, it's just a matter of getting that first one, that first well, not the first win, but you know, <laughs> making sure we get on top of, of of other teams early. And defensively, we've been solid. You know, it's just yeah. one up. Sure. When you're, when you're goal up, you know. So I think. And for a lot of for a lot of people who are listening, um, what what a lot of people don't understand um, is when you are in a situation like that, you. You haven't scored as many goals as you want to. You haven't won as many goals as you want to. Um, one of the most important things is to go back to basics, to not try to make things more difficult than they yeah. already are. Um, because scoring a goal is certainly a difficult thing. So you don't have to make it even more difficult by trying to make it super beauty or super difficult or super fancy. Um, a toe poke toe is a goal is a is the same goal as a goal in the uh, in the top corner. Sure. So um, those top corner goals only happen when you're in a good run. Um, they usually don't happen when you're in a, in a, on a losing streak. So for us right now, the most important thing is to literally just get that ball as ugly as possible <laughs> in the back of the net. Honestly, right. nobody Sometimes cares. That's all it how, takes. An ugly topo deflected by two people. Who knows? But um, uh, just get that goal and get that whole momentum going because it's just one moment. That's the great thing. And it's the great thing about our week now is that we have three games in this week, so we don't have to carry that Ottawa game through the whole week of training. Sure. We can actually break it's it up. Quick, we broke it up. Yeah. Broke it up today already. Okay, today is our last training before the next game. So, which is great, which is morally super important for us. So, um, yeah, we can turn it, things around tomorrow, and then yeah. then we have another chance on you Saturday. Get a, you get a chance to just do it again. See what happens. You know, yeah. with so, uh, with obviously two games in a week, and. I, I, Obviously, we probably can't talk too much about it, but lineups for tomorrow, you guys kind of get a good idea of who's playing and who's not. Is it something that 
on top of what Christian just said, getting that momentum and, and trying to play as best as we possibly can tomorrow to get that momentum going into Saturday? You know, I think regardless of the lineup and the personnel that's playing, I think more so the mentality of how we're going to come out and how we're going to play is more important than the personnel, you know? Sure. We can't, you know, necessarily afford to, you know, think that Louisville is going to be an easy, an easy, an easy opponent because they're sitting pretty good up in the league in, in the USL. So we've played them before and, you know, we, we, Unfortunately, didn't come up on the winning side of that one. But, you know, this is a different I, game. I apologize for that. that, was, that was, <laughs> yeah, he, he still blames himself for that one. <laughs> so, you know, but it's, 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 a new, it's a new game. And, you know, it matters more now since it's U.S. Open Cup. Winner gets to play Chicago Fire. So it's there. You know, it's, you know, it's just we have to be aggressive and we, wanna, we, want, you, we wanna go out and get it. So there's, you know, we just gotta make sure we get out and work our, work our butts off. And no looking ahead, obviously. Yeah, it's no, one game one, at a time. One game at a time. Tampa Bay's a good team, but Louisville's, Louisville's going to come and they're going to play. I know you hate this question, Christian, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Can, and you were here last year, obviously. So we're going to talk a little bit about last year for a second. Comparatively to the point we are in the season now to how it was in the season last year, do you feel like the team's ahead of the game a little bit? this year than they were last year, especially from a leadership standpoint? I hate this question. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's why I asked it. Uh, um, <laughs> to see if you'll answer it's, it or it's, not. It's, yes. <laughs> Technically, we sure. are in a, in a similar situation than we've been last year. Point, not too much point-wise, but like position-wise in a, in, a, in, a, in a table. Right. Um, it's a way better team and a whole different ballgame than last year. Um, we started the season off well. Yeah. So, um, I mean, we had four games unbeaten, uh, um, a, a really good win in San Antonio, a very valid point at home against New York. Um, the end of game home opener wasn't too bad to get something from a point from away. Um, Carolina game was probably the most disappointing um, game of all of those four games. And then we unfortunately came in that, in that three-game uh, losing streak. Um, but a team is way better. Locker room is, 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 is way more professional. So um, I, I really enjoy being in that team um, way more than I did last year. And, and a lot of the points that, that we dropped and we necessarily get our win, like the 4-3 mm -hmm. was sure. – the, the chances came out late. Like the Carolina game, they, they, they scored that equalizer late. The Ottawa game, that was late, you know. So it's also – New York like was kind of late as well, like towards yeah. the end of the game. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's just a matter of finishing out the full night. I mean, just you know? defending-wise. I mean, we're on a – at least those games where where I played, we won a goal, one goal against average. I mean, I would have killed for that average last year at this point. I mean, we <laughs> right? were probably like on a three goal against average last yeah. year about this point. Oh, yeah. So there's a there's a whole lot of improvement um, towards towards uh, last year. So, but I still hate that question. <laughs> <laughs> I know you hate that question. I want you to come up with. Speaking of questions, we got we're gonna wrap up here soon. But I want you to come up with a question for uh, some seats. For, uh, some more, another pair of tickets. I don't know if these are BYB section. These are actually coming from the team. Okay. Uh, but I want to question. It can be anything. Uh, a question um, for two more seats to the uh, uh, Indy Eleven game on Saturday. It, it's kind of. I have a perfect question, but it's kind of probably too easy. Or it's an easy thing to Google. But I mean, that's fine. We just make it. Who can Google yeah. as the quickest? Yeah. So, yeah. Fast who, fingers. Who's right. who is the only? Who is the only non? MLS team 
since 1996 who won the US Open Cup. I just read that on a website <laughs> <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> I actually just read that on since the MLS is um, is there. <laughs> sure. So the Which first the, the the only team that has won pre or that, that's a non-MLS team yep. that has won the US Open Cup since 96 since 96 which is for two yeah. tickets to the Indy 11 game on Saturday see that is a question that a true co-host filler in <laughs> asks you know that's a great question I think it's actually a you can't main, win Michael already, you're already going to the game I, I think it's already a main host question to be honest I think he's up <laughs> on that level Michael's I'm one of the, you, I'm way, I'm way, Michael's I'm one of the guy that, that leads the chance on Saturday I'm so you can thank him for the one to, uh for the uh, all the you boys gotta, and blue, you take it up with those Ottawa boys, man. Yeah, it's not Michael. You gotta get on the boards. Yeah, you let them know. Yeah. Let them know when they come here. <laughs> Peter Evans make a chant about Ottawa. Peter Evans can't win either. No, Peter Evans can't win. Uh, this this team is very close to Christian's heart as well. Oh, to Christian's history, put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not put words in Christian's mouth. So the uh, the only team since 1996, not an MLS team, to win the U.S. Open Cup. Go, go. So your host, your here's, here's another thing to wrap to kind of wrap it up. Uh, your hopes for the rest of the spring and fall season and what kind of things you're looking forward to do in your career going forward i mean what's your end goal is it everybody's end goal to play at mls play overseas again um yeah i mean if you ask any any soccer player you know what they want to accomplish is to try to play at the highest level they can possibly play at and here that's mls whether that takes me overseas that'd be great that'd be awesome too but um yeah, I think for for the season, for us, it's just more so finding a way to win games, any way to win games, and making sure we implement that mentality and that consistency, so we could keep winning games. Um, you know, personally, obviously being involved and in, in scoring goals and doing whatever I can to help the team win. Um, you know, and hopefully that that compiles it on top of itself to make a great season for the club and. Personally, for me and the club, more so importantly, the club, so we can have, you know, our chance to, to do some work in the playoffs, you know. But, you know, that's only going to come one win at a time. And, you know, it, it ultimately starts at practice. So, you know, the culture that and the culture and identity that we implement and we try to enforce during practice, it's, it's going to translate into games. So we can only take it one game at a time, one practice at a time. And, you know, hopefully we, we can – we can string together a couple of wins here and, and, and make our way back up the table, you know? So tell me, tell me about, because, because I do it in my position. Uh, I don't think I ever talked uh, to a striker about that. Do you go into a season and give yourself uh, a number of goals you want to score? Because I do this. I have a, I have at home a set number, which uh, of the goals that you want to score the amount of, <laughs> <laughs> have you, that's, that's a real quick question. Have you ever scored a goal? No, and I'm not, I'm here for asking questions. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. Okay, um, uh, continue. I have a number of shutouts at home, which I said, okay, this is I set up before the before the yeah. season. This is my goal to uh, that that number of shutouts. Do you go into a season with a special number of or like an exact number of goals you want to score? I don't, but I feel like 
You just I basically should. gave him a goal to set. Yeah. No, I mean, it's not necessarily that I don't. I, I just more – I try to focus more on, like, obviously scoring is important. But I want to make sure that, you know, I'm doing everything right on the field, you know. So – I got to score first <laughs> to set the goal, right? But, I mean, the goal is to score every game, you know, for me. As, as, or I always think about it as the, the goal for me is to score every game or be involved in a goal-scoring situation to where I influence the game, to where I was able to either pass or make a, make a run where I set up a player or, you know, something to, to help create a goal. So, you know, I think for me that is – important you know I, ne I never really set goals but I'm, i mean i feel like i should try that i did i did in finland but i only scored twice <laughs> you know? so you were maybe like no i'm not gonna set goals yeah, anymore i don't set goals <laughs> what's what best goal you ever scored my one that favorite, sticks out my favorite was yeah. uh nc our senior year second round ncaa tournament against northwestern i had two goals and assist and it was uh, it was a header. Well, both of them were headers, but the second header. It was like a, it was like a chip. It, was like, <laughs> it wasn't a chip header, but it was like really outside. And I just like it was it was. Um, I had everybody there at the game watching. All like my high school coach was there, a bunch of friends, family, a lot of people were watching. So it was just a big game, and you know I, I came through and I scored for the team, and it was it was just a great. It was it was a great goal for the for everybody, not only for myself but for everyone that was there and for my teammates. Just the, it was kind of like the cherry on top of a great season, you know, to move on to the next round. We lost to Cal, but yeah. it happens. <laughs> Can't win them all. Uh, you know what? The Maybe. answer. The okay. answer. So Mark, Mark Grainda, I hope I said your name right, was the uh, the correct answer. The uh, former team of one Christian Niche, the Rochester Rhinos. Yep. Is the team. Is the only team since 1996, not MLS. To win the U.S. Open Cup, ninety-nine against the who'd they beat? Colorado Rapids, I believe, in Columbus. Were you playing on that that team? Yeah, that nine, ninety-nine. <laughs> right. I mean, you are old, so I mean, it's one of those things where you probably were playing at that point. Yeah, but I was legit <laughs> seventeen. At so you were playing like over Damn, in Germany. Damn, I am old. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, no, but you, you, when, when you play two years in Rochester, this guy was you, like you five. You hear about that? Yeah. You hear about that a lot. So, so to just just in remembering of, oh, of Chris Ball, who is the uh, former host. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're you're now stamping that you're going to officially take over. Um, I just want to ask you a typical Chris Ball question. Oh no! I actually want to see what a cr typical Chris Ball question is. How do you like Indianapolis? <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> It's fun, man. I mean, it's a good question. Not, what's, Shut what's, up. What's not to like? There, there's quite a bit if you go to the wrong parts of Indiana. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can yeah. tell you a couple of parts where you should go. <laughs> we'll do that off there. But uh, no, it's a lot of fun, man. I I, I yet to I don't have, I haven't been to a page game. I haven't been to a lot of sporting events. But you know, oh, I, the downtown area is nice. You know, there's a lot of fun places to go. What's your favorite spot in Indianapolis, apart from Michael A. Carroll? Well, I can't say the Pacers because I'm a Bulls fan. Sure. And there's not really a Major League Baseball team here. And well, you haven't been to Victory Field yet, and that that place is beautiful. It's really? actually it's actually probably the we just talked about See, that movie. Yeah. There. It's, it's yeah. hands down probably one of the nicest minor league ballparks. Yeah. The few really? you have, it, it's really cool. You gotta go. Yeah. 
We'll be there on so and Friday. Friday. We'll be there on Friday. Friday. If you want to go to Indians game. So Mad Max, Euchre, and Indy Eleven. Indian and, and, and you have to be in Indiana. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and the baseball game. We have we to go three see things that we. I don't do. care what you're doing tonight. We're going to see Mad Max after this. All right. <laughs> <laughs> She's already like, oh god. No, I'm out. I'm out. Oh man, you got to see it. Have you seen it yet? No. Oh my god, it's so good. It's actually pretty funny because one of our teammates, he like literally loves movies. Like yeah. this guy literally, dra- Dragon. Okay. He literally watches Which everything. First everything. off, best name everything. on the team. Yeah. So, okay, sorry. Second best name other than Woj Woj. Yeah, the striker so nice. They named him twice. Woj Woj is kind of, okay, that's his real name. The problem with, with, with Dragon, Dragon, it's not his real name. That's actually not his real name. It's just Dragon is his real name, right? His name is Dragon. Well, still dragon. It's, all right. it's, it's like, not dragon. It's, it's first of all not dragon because it's with an A in the it's end, the not o. with an O, which would be dragon. He got a very good smart ass. But his his name is Dragon. Um, we so. and we always joke about uh, putting like uh, dragon's face on like one of the <laughs> one of the dragons and how to train your dragon. And just, Do like, it. How to train your dragon and it'd be Peter like Evans. it'd be like Jurgen and and dragon. Peter Evans, if you're listening right now, that's a tifo. For one of the one of the uh, next home games is just Dragon's face. I don't know with if I should have said that. <laughs> now that. Now that you now that you're going. We have a good question from uh, from Twitter at uh, Lewis Ruby. His question is: Out of ten shots on Christian, how many do you score? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> no. And Christian, your answer. Oh, I don't know. One on one, in a in a one on one PK. What are we talking? T- let's just talk one on one, not PK. Breakaway, one on one breakaway, t- out of ten shots, how many goes in on Christian? Uh, realistically, like it should be the uh, I'll say eight, nine. <laughs> <laughs> he said realistically. <laughs> Christian's um, face immediately goes bitter beer face. I would go to ten actually. Um, yeah. You say all ten? I don't know. Difficult question to answer. Or just way. in a game setting. Let's just say that in a game setting. Well, I don't ever want to be scoring goals on my own goalkeeper. Well, no, obviously. Bad point. Let's say if you're if you're God forbid you're playing for somebody else. Yeah. And you come back. Well, I mean, ten chances. That's a lot. That's like a full season's worth, man. Of breakaways, mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, well, it's a game. Well, yeah, probably yeah. eight or nine. Okay. <laughs> it's just like oh, you, it's you haven't scored one goal hard, yet, bro. Which in a game, <laughs> touche. He has to remind Touché. you of that real quick yeah. too. All right, so we're past the hour mark. <laughs> you got any more questions, Christian? No, no, you're good. Any more Polish stuff you want to bring up? <laughs> <laughs> How much do you love pierogies? What's a typical Polish? Is that what is that? Pierogies are Polish. Yeah. Like, what's what's like the national dish of Poland? Germany, it's just a giant plate of just nine different sausages. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. man. I would say like a soup, definitely. Some oh, right. Yeah, right, right. I remember that. Europeans soup. love soup. Europeans love soup? Well, I mean, yeah. It's probably cold all the time, <laughs> though. So, I mean, there's that. Yeah. That's, that's the most stupid stereotype in the world. <laughs> keep on going. It gets, to, it gets to like 85 and Germans yeah, yeah. like cancel school. Yeah. I don't know. I would say probably. Uh, well, my favorite is my mom always makes. She always makes like 
potatoes and this thing called a cotlet, which is basically like I know what a cotlet yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah. And just like you know, well, he was gonna explain side. it to somebody but, who doesn't but you know. Don't, but you don't. I don't. And not explain it. How do you spell not it? So I can Google, Google it. it. Yeah. No, I don't even know how to spell it. I can't Google it when I don't know how to spell it. Cocktailet. Cocktailet. No, not cocktail. No, it's not always everything is alcohol and the end drinking. Sorry, I'm gonna have <laughs> a drink here. Cheers. But yeah, basically that. It's not much. Not not as special. Pierogi are also really good. And I love this. I love this soup. It's called botched. Botched. Yeah. Exactly. No, but it's like a it's like a red beet soup, Sorry. and you have like Christian, little like little mini dumplings it. in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, exactly what I just said. Christian Neekt. You got it right. Now you can't even pronounce no. my name. No, it, no. That's, 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 that's not even like, close to his name. <laughs> that's, you, how, you, that's how Atlanta you, likes you to say educate, it. Yeah. You educate people who have no, like just don't know and and not able to know because they never heard it. You educate them even the, like. <laughs> Now hey, you got everyone pronouncing my name wrong and Christian's name. Wrong. Is Luis still here? Luis, you still here? Your wife wants cheese fries. Just FYI. Okay. Uh, anyway, thanks for Woj Woj for coming on. Thanks to Christian for filling in, which will probably never happen again. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. Uh, there's. Don't be rude. No, no, I really I'm appreciate made, it. I'm a time. I always I'm love like, it when like, you come in. It's like, no, you have to be so Even with your stupid Yankees hat. Do the Cubs make the playoffs this year? That's not a question for me to answer. I don't know anything about baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Christian, do the Cubs make the playoffs this year? Uh, no. Okay. That's that's the correct answer. The Cubs never make the playoffs. Uh, but anyway, uh, tickets still available for se- uh, tomorrow tomorrow night's game, 7.30 against Louisville. U.S. Open Cup, third round action, Indy 11 versus Louisville FC. Uh, get your tickets at Indy11.com. Uh, also, Saturday's game against Tampa Bay, regular season match at 7.30 at Mike Carroll Stadium. Same place both both nights, so come out, enjoy yourselves, buy some BYB tickets if you don't have them. Those go really fast. It should be fun. My birthday's on Sunday. Your birthday's on Sunday, so we have to sing happy birthday during the uh, during the match. No, on, because uh, that would be one day you too early. You could sing happy birthday to me. doesn't matter. We have to sing happy birthday. We could do that. It's a day early. BYB, sing a happy birthday chant. Michael, lead a chant. In the capo on Saturday. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, so go to indie11.com for more tickets. At PR Podcast Show is the Twitter handle. Uh, tweet us all the time. We're going to be back here in two weeks with who knows what we'll have on the show. Maybe Christian will be back on again. Who the hell knows? Uh, follow Christian on Twitter, uh, N-I-C-H-T underscore Christian with and a K. D follow Chris Ball. Oh, oh at Cibala <laughs> is Chris Ball. And then, of course, uh, Woj Woj at Woj underscore Woj. The striker so nice. They named you twice. That needs to go on your Twitter bio, by the way. I feel like it should. It should. Make some changes. You're missing a, yeah. a golden opportunity. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks, everybody out here at Fisher's Chatham. Make sure you're tipping your bartenders and your wait staff. I, I, need, to, I need to end that with a final word. Because What's that? Not that people get the wrong question. Chris uh-huh. Paul, I actually do love you. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. Glory, glory, man, United.